0: Hello everyone and welcome again to ODC Ministries Podcast, Conversations with Pastor ODC. We're again so elated to have you as a part of our listening audience and we pray that you are being blessed and encouraged by each episode we produce. Again, you can find us on all major podcast platforms including Google Music Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and others. Also, you can follow us on Facebook at ODC Ministries or online at our website www.pastorodc.com. Today when I was teaching my class, we were talking about an era in church history where there seemed to be a transition from the apostles and pastors being more focused upon just the central message of the gospel being proclaimed to um, a more intellectual approach, a more philosophical approach, in which they presented the gospel, but in a way that paralleled with the philosophies of the day. While it seemed as if this may have been an era, looking back in retrospect, it is simply the church responding to a change in culture. At that time, Greek philosophy and mythology began to become the dominating influence on society. Therefore, preachers and pastors began to read Greek philosophy, read Greek classical literature, to be able to present the gospel in a way that the culture could identify with. They did not change their message, but they changed their methods. It was the same message with just a new flavor in order to reach the people in their cultural setting. This week, in that same vein, I was sitting with members of our young group at our church. And they began to ask me, did I listen to any rap? And I said, not really. And I asked them, what are they listening to? And they began to name off a couple of artists that they listen to, them and their friends, part of their hip-hop Rap culture. So then I asked, could I listen to it? And of course, they didn't want me to listen at first because there was some language um, that they know they did not learn in Sunday school in the songs. But I said, if you're listening to it, I want to listen to what you're listening to. They began to take me to YouTube pages of rappers like J. Day Youngin and NBA Youngboy. I began to hear songs like Broken Promises and others. As I began to listen to the lyrics of these songs, it was hard for me to really understand what exactly is the message of the song. Therefore, I asked the question, what is he trying to communicate? And they said, well, you know, he's just talking about his life. He's just talking about the things he's been through. I said, well, what do you like about the lyrics? What do you get from the song? He said, I just like the beat. I just like... I like him. I like his style. So it wasn't so much the lyrics that was communicating the message. But this young man was captivating the young generation because he's simply sharing his story. This has been something that has been going on in rap culture, even going back to the days of West Coast, East Coast beefing. It was simply artists growing up in sometimes turbulent environments trying to figure out a way to express their frustrations to vent what they were feeling. it was a way of them being able to release aggression in a positive way. But just like J-Day Youngin and NBA Youngboy, rappers back in the day also would tell their stories, simply about what they were experiencing. And they captivated a generation by simply telling their story. Here's the problem with the story. Young people are oftentimes enamored with these artists and begin to glorify their stories when there's nothing really redemptive about the story. There's nothing really about how to get out of certain situations, how to change the culture that one finds his or herself in. And therefore, we hear your story, but there's no redemptive nature within the story. But I suggest to you, friends, that just like J. Day Youngin and NBA Youngboy, just like Tupac and Biggie, all had stories to share that captivated their audience, captivated their generation, we too have a story to share. We too have a story that talks about how we were able to overcome obstacles. A story that's played with difficulties and setbacks, and a story that's played with disappointments and sometimes frustrations, and oftentimes not even knowing how we were going to get out of the situation we find ourselves in. The only difference between their story and our story is that we have a redemptive story, that God has worked within our story to change us in order to use us. To change the culture around us. That there's a redemptive element to our story. Church language, we call this a testimony. And I believe that just as J.D. Youngin and NBA Youngboy, Big N. Tupac, captivated their generation and won a large following by sharing their story, we too have the ability to captivate people's minds and hearts by simply sharing our stories of what God has done in our lives. Which focuses on our brokenness. But then after focusing on our brokenness. Point us to the love and the mercy and the grace. That we can only find in Jesus Christ. Your story is powerful. Your testimony is captivating. None of you look like what you've been through. None of you have told everything about the hidden places that God has delivered you from about the pain that you've experienced that no one has ever seen because you never cried about it publicly, but you definitely have a story to tell. No one knows that there were times where you didn't know how you were going to make it. And there were times when the bottom was about to fall out on you. And there was times where it seemed as if your world was closing in all around you. No one knows it because we don't share it. But if we share it, we can show how God has worked redemptively within our lives narrative to not only pick us up and turn us around, but to enable us to change the world around us. There's something redemptive about our stories. There's power in our stories, and we should share our stories. This is what Paul does in Acts chapter 22, chapter 24, and Acts chapter 26. Paul, on these three occasions, in three different settings, in three different chapters in the scripture, he shares his testimony about what God did in his life, how God changed his narrative, how God changed his story. And in sharing his story, Paul was able to captivate an audience of his peers, captivate an audience of powerful people, because no matter where you are, no matter what the educational level of your audience may be, no matter how old or how young, there's something powerful and something captivating about you sharing your story. Paul shares this story in these three times. And each time, it's a moving experience to hear Paul just simply pour out his heart and show how God has worked redemptively within his life. He shares this story for two reasons, and two reasons why I think that You and I should share our stories. First, he shares it for others. Others are captivated by your story. Not just the positives. Not just the things that you got right. Not just your sunny days. And not just your proud moments. People are also captivated by the times where you were ashamed. The times where you hung your head. The times where you felt broken. And heartbroken. The times where your spirit had been crushed. All of these are things that we can share and others need to hear it. Not only because it captivates them, but it shows them that the same way God worked redemptively within our lives, he can also work redemptively within their lives as well. The same way God changed their narrative and changed our narrative and changed our stories, he's able to change Your narrative and your story as well. There's something powerful about the story. Again, look at how young people listen to rappers just talk about their experience. Why? Because now the rappers are famous. Now they are making money. Now they think that they have it going on. And so they listen to their story because some of them see a way out by listening to their story. But what if you shared your story? With that young person. What if you share your testimony about where you were and how God brought you out? Perhaps our young people will begin to look to Christ more than they look to celebrity culture and rap artists as a way out, as a provision of hope and a way toward a promising future. So we share our story for others. But not only that, lastly, we share our stories for ourselves we share for others but we also share for ourselves because every time you share your story you are reminded of what God has done in your life so many times people say they don't like to talk about their stories because they don't want people to be in their business and I understand that I'm a private person myself so many times people want to share their stories because it brings about emotional responses Tells at our hearts. And sometimes makes us feel vulnerable. I understand that. But every time you tell your story. You are reminded of who the true hero of your story is. And that is God. You are reminded as old church would say. That the Lord has brought you from a mighty long ways. In telling your stories it inspires you. And in telling your story it reinvigorates you. And telling your story, it makes something come from deep within your soul. And you shout out, hallelujah, thank God for saving me. Because every time you tell your story, you are reliving that moment when God made a difference in your life. So we share our stories for others. We share our stories for ourselves. Each time Paul shared his story in Acts chapter 22, 24, and 26, it was for others, but it also was for himself. And the way it ends is in Acts chapter 26, verse 28. One of the probably saddest places in Scripture is because in that moment, King Agrippa says to Paul, in a paraphrase, in a short time, you almost persuaded me to be a Christian. He says, just you telling your story, just you sharing what God did for you, you almost persuaded me in that brief moment to almost be a Christian sad thing is, he said almost. The positive thing is that the story worked. And if he kept hearing more people share their stories of God working in their lives, King Agrippa probably would put his faith in God. You see, you don't always have to have the Bible in front of you. You don't always have to open up the Bible and give an exposition of a biblical text. It doesn't always have to be a sermon. It doesn't always have to be a Bible study. Sometimes just sharing your story is enough to make someone give their life to Christ. To make someone see a better alternative. To make someone see a way out. And just like rappers entertain and captivate audiences by spitting lyrics about their story. You too have a story. A redemptive story. A story of hope. A story of restoration, a story of promise and a future. Share your story because someone will be captivated by it and prayerfully someone will be be changed. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for this time together, Lord, and we thank you that you have worked in all of our lives. That we all have a story, a story that points to you as our Redeemer, as our Savior points to you as the way out of no way. And so Lord, I pray that for every believer who hears this podcast, that they will go and share their story, share their testimony, to be able to captivate the heart and the mind of some young person or some person that's young at heart, to show them a better way, to show them that the same God who did it for them can also do it for others. So Lord, I pray that we will Share our stories so that others can hear it and be encouraged. But also, Lord, I pray that we share our stories so that we ourselves can be reminded of what you have done for us. You have been really good to us. You brought us. You changed us. You're protecting us. You're carrying us and you're using us. And so, Lord, as we share our stories with others, we're reminded to give you praise for what you are doing and what you have done. And what you're going to do in our lives. So I pray for every person. If there's someone here on this podcast that may not have that experience for you. Where you changed their narrative. Lord, I pray that they will be like Agrippa. That they will hear someone else's story. But not just one story. But they will have believers constantly sharing their stories over and over again. Until they finally put their faith in you. Thank you for the power of our stories. Thank you for the transformative power of our testimony. Help us to share it with gladness. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for listening. Until next time, God bless you.